Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. He gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of God for our study this Sunday is our second reading, Revelation 20, 11 through 21, verse 8. It's printed in your bulletin and already read. Dear fellow saints of the Lord, what would it take? What would it take for you to think more and to think more often about Judgment Day? Would it be a world or nation even more evil and corrupt than today? Would it be persecution of Christians much worse than today, or just perhaps more personal, affecting you and those you love? Would it be the shrinking of Christ's church in the world so that you feel more and more alone? Or would it maybe be just your own life getting more and more unhappy, full of frustration and opposition, poor health or pain? You see, the thing is, if Scripture is anything to judge by, and really it's pretty much the only thing to judge by, the Holy Spirit wants us thinking more about Judgment Day. It is referred to in different ways throughout the Old and New Testaments, but the basic idea that a day is coming soon when the Lord will return in power and glory to settle accounts and do justice, well, that's a message that is repeated and stressed time after time in the Bible. The passages that we read earlier are those that describe that day and the judging in, in, in greatest detail, but they are hardly the only ones that tell us what to expect and, or tell, and tell us to be ready for the great day of the Lord that ends time as we know it and ushers believers into eternity as in the presence of our loving God and Savior. But of course, the message of Judgment Day is not just good news for the godly. It matters, really, because it will be really tragic for the ungodly, the unready, the, the unforgiven unbelievers. Have you ever had one of those days, or weeks, or years, when you just want everything to be over. When there are just so many hassles, discouragements, disappointments, griefs, problems, pains, and stuff to deal with, that you just need to press the off button and be done with it all. Well, try to imagine what all of history, not to mention our present age, has been like for God. He had hardly finished creating his perfect world with perfect people when they went and corrupted everything with their sin. And since then, humanity has filled it with pretty much nothing but hassles, disappointments, discouragements, griefs, problems, pains, and stuff to deal with. 
not to mention the stinking offense of outright rebellion against his authority and thankless rejection of his love and gifts. The Lord, you may recall, hit the reset button once before when man's violence and evil got so bad that he sent the flood. But Judgment Day is going to be hitting the off button to be done with it all once and for all. God will finally have had enough and everything will be over. And those who rebelled and rejected God will get what's coming to them. Remember that Judgment Day is no one's last-ditch attempt to plead his or her case and get an innocent or even a not-all-that-guilty-considering verdict. No, Judgment Day is simply the day on which God, the judge, pronounces the results. The trial, so to speak, for every person is the life that he or she lives And the plea is either my works or Christ's work. What Jesus shows us in our gospel today illustrates this. When the king cites the evidence for both the heaven-bound and the hell-bound, it is to show the correctness and the inevitability of the sentence pronounced. And no one should think that God might be unaware of all they have done. Both our reading from Daniel and our reading from Revelation refer to the books that will be opened at the judgment. There are records, and they will be referenced, leaving no sinner with an excuse or or argument for his or her innocence. And then, what will happen? The king will tell the unsaved to depart from him, into the eternal fire which is prepared for the devil and his angels. They will take up their eternal residence in the lake burning with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. That is what God has warned from the beginning, is the price of choosing evil over obedience. The wages of sin is death. And that is what every man, woman, and child deserves by nature and because of what we all do. None of us can claim to be righteous or deserving of heaven. Not on our own. But praise God, we are not on our own. Our loving Creator was never going to hit the off button without first doing everything He could to save us. And so he did. From the time of our first parents' first sin, he promised a Savior. And he kept repeating that promise and adding more details until finally, in the little town of Bethlehem, Jesus was born. The son of Mary and also the very Son of God made flesh so that he could be our ransom. He offered His perfect life as payment for all the world's sins. And on the cross with His suffering and death, He completely canceled the claims that sin, death, and hell had on our souls. And with His resurrection from the dead, He assured all who put their trust in Him and His redemption that we too will rise from the dead and live forever.
which is an even better reason why Judgment Day really matters. Because it will be really glorious and wonderful for the godly, the ready, the forgiven believers. All who look to Christ's cross and empty tomb, trusting only in God's grace and not in themselves or any other God, can look forward to the King's warm and joyful invitation. Come, come, you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. From the very throne of God, we are told what life will be like there. Look, God's dwelling is with people. He will dwell with them and they will be His people. God Himself will be with them and He will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain because the former things have passed away. This matters. This is ours by faith in Jesus, by gift of the Holy Spirit, because the Father wills it. And there is nothing Nothing in all this world that can compare to having your name written in the book of life. This glory and joy outshines anything we can even imagine. And more, more than cancels out any pain or problem of this life. How we manage to get through our days here without thinking about this bliss that awaits us is actually a wonder. We should all realize how much happier and more peaceful our lives would be if we meditated on it more and more often. Perhaps one reason we do not is because it's something we've never seen before, obviously, and, and thus there is still some doubt within us. In Jesus' day, the Sadducees denied that there even is a resurrection of the dead, and And many people today point to the fact that life goes on and on as it has for thousands of years and still there's been no sign of Christ's coming. And they use that as evidence that He must not be coming at all. But He is. Judgment Day is really going to happen. God has fulfilled every other promise and prophecy He has ever made. He never fails. And so we can be sure He will fulfill this one too. And He will fulfill it right on time, at the exact moment He has decided. So we do not doubt. We only wonder when. The day of the Lord is coming, and soon. Count on it. And if it's really coming, then it really matters what we do until that day, especially since we don't know exactly when and and can't defer or plan our preparations for some vague date in the future. The Apostle Peter makes this point vividly in his second letter. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day the heavens will pass away with a roar. The elements will be dissolved as they burn with great heat and the earth and what was done on it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be destroyed, 
What kind of people ought you to be living in holiness and godliness as you look forward to and hasten the coming of the day of God? That day will cause the heavens to be set on fire and destroyed and the elements to melt as they burn with great heat. But according to His promise, we look forward to new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. What kind of people ought we to be? People who hold on tight to Christ and the cross and and the confession of our faith in Him. People who want to take as many fellow sinners to heaven with them as they can. People who can live each day and do live each day in, in joyful anticipation but also in faithful and fruitful engagement with our families, our church, our community, and nation through our various vocations. What kind of people ought we to be? People who devote themselves to prayer and worship and service and Bible study to to keep their faith strong and, and to be of use in Christ's kingdom on earth while they wait for the kingdom to come people who see an unbelieving neighbor and determine to share the only hope of salvation through faith in Jesus with her. People who think of a grandson who is straying from the faith and offer the prayers and encouragements that that grandparents are so well equipped to offer. People who consider the latest political unrest or health crisis or, or loneliness or unhappiness that they are experiencing and remember, Remember to look beyond it and to see Jesus coming on the clouds of heaven in His glory with all the angels to take His seat on that glorious throne where He will speak those gracious words of invitation that beckon believers to the holy city, the new Jerusalem, where God will dwell forever with His So every one of those days or weeks or years, when you just want everything to be over, when there are just so many hassles, discouragements, disappointments, griefs, problems, pains, and stuff to deal with, that you just need to press the off button and be done with it all, well, the day that Christ the King returns to commend the righteous and condemn the wicked, the day of our final redemption, well, that day is the end of all that stuff. Once and for all. For us. That is God's ultimate gift to us. His saints. And we will remember that. And we will rejoice in that every day. Judgment Day matters. Really. Amen. Please rise. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen.